Hey everybody, it's Sam Jacobs and we're back with the Sales Hacker Podcast and Friday Fundamentals. Every Friday, what we're trying to do is give you one specific tactical insight that you can take away from the podcast and really implement. Today we've got our guest from this week, Brent Adamson from Gartner, who was the co-author, I suppose technically, of both the Challenger Sale and the Challenger Customer. Now before we get started, uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Outreach. Outreach triples the productivity of sales teams, empowers them to drive predictable and measurable revenue growth by prioritizing the right activities and scaling customer engagement with intelligent automation. Outreach makes customer-facing teams more effective and improves visibility into what really drives results. If you want to check out Outreach, it's outreach.io forward slash sales hacker. That's outreach.io forward slash sales hacker. Now, we're talking to Brent, and I had a specific question for Friday Fundamentals, which is, in the Challenger customer, there's this concept of mobilizers and then within mobilizers. And remember, if you listen to this week's episode, mobilizers are really what you need to identify, and there's three types of them. But one of the most interesting, oftentimes, is this concept of a skeptic. And the skeptic is a person that tears down your idea and, and presents what you might sort of perceive to be a bunch of objections. Meanwhile, on the other side of things, there's a totally disinterested type of person called a blocker. So my question for you, Brent, how do you differentiate between a skeptic and a blocker? And then what are your best tactics or strategies or thought processes for how to effectively engage a skeptic to turn them into a mobilizer? You know, it's a great question, Sam, and we get it actually all the time, which is not surprising because I I think in some ways these are the two everyone's most interested in because these are the two conversations that feel the least good. (laughs) The the blocker, I think the best way to to, to determine who's a blocker is literally someone just won't engage at all, right? It may feel subtle, but in fact, there's a significant difference between a skeptic and a blocker. A a skeptic will have the conversation. They will just ask a lot of tough questions and sometimes make you even feel perhaps a little uncomfortable, hopefully not personally, but at least uh, around your idea and and they're digging into it. But more often than not, we find the reason why the skeptic is digging in is because they want to test this idea. They want to understand it before they're going to go to their colleagues and defend or propose this idea to them. They want to make sure they've got a handle on it. And it's possible as a result of that, your insight or idea won't pass muster. But to assume assume that because they're asking tough questions, that that's necessarily a bad thing is we think actually a mistake. Because in fact, ultimately, I find skeptics and I meet skeptics all the time in my business of, of sharing ideas because people are always picking apart our ideas and, and rightly so is that when I went over a skeptic Sam I've won over like a you know a champion for life not for me but for that idea and that's ultimately what we need to get because you know, skeptics are like one of those individuals like wow Brent likes it it must be great because Brent hates everything and it's like and we hear this from sales reps all the time it's like once you win over a skeptic then you are you are in a significantly powerful uh, a, a pretty powerful position in your ability to drive change on the other hand a blocker you'll never get that chance with a blocker because they just won't talk to you at all or very little. They'll tell you, look, we're in execution mode. They'll tell you that they're in year two of a a three-year plan to install a big project and they won't ask any questions. And so for the strategy for to getting a skeptic on board is to just come ready to do battle. It's like, you know, two minute or one man leave sort of thing, steel cage match, but to do it in a polite diplomatic fun way to, to find the fun in it. If you can, I know that some might feel a little uncomfortable having a debate about an idea, but I think the very best sales reps, this is what they get out of bed for in the morning. It's like, come on, let's rumble. It's like, let's take this idea and I'll help you pull it apart. And if you're not going to ask a tough question, I'll ask the tough question because I got to feel that you feel good about this for me to know that you're going to go forward with it. Whereas the strategy for the blocker is totally different. It isn't come ready girded for battle. It's just like, can I find someone's willing to engage with this idea at all? And, And what we're finding is that 
ultimately uh, for a blocker, you know, the end around strategy is like, I won't talk to you, you won't talk to me, then I'll talk to your manager. That's like scorched earth. That's a bad place to go. So, so in the book and in a lot of our work here at Gartner, we actually have an entire sort of blocker mitigation strategy sort of worksheet that we use to kind of think of like, what's the step-by-step method of either getting around a blocker or getting through a blocker. It's usually surrounding them with mobilizers if you can, but the two are very different. And I think if you can find a skeptic and win them over, what a powerful place to be. Is there a way to determine if a skeptic is persuadable? It sometimes will take more time than you'd like, but I, I think it is just, it is their, ultimately their posture. I think if you can get them to continue asking questions, I always take that as a good sign rather than a, a bad one. And, and if you can provide answers, and sometimes I'll ask a really hard question, and the answer is skeptic might give you is I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> it's like, wait, was that good or bad? I don't know. But, uh, but, you know, sometimes you can just ask, just ask them to, you know, to what degree, you know, what other questions might you have, or, you know, it feels like there's a little doubt there. What might your doubts be? And just, I've always found in my career, Sam, of sharing ideas and particularly disruptive ideas, the single best thing to do when you feel doubt like that is rather than run away from it, run right at it. So get that point of contention, that point of disagreement on the table, get it out in the open and put it right there for discussion. So so if you're like, don't bring it up because they might disagree. It's just the opposite. You bring it up because they might disagree and you've got to get alignment around that idea going forward. Otherwise, that person won't be that mobilizer that you're hoping them to be. It makes a lot of sense. Brett, Thank you so much for participating in Friday Fundamentals and for participating in the podcast earlier this week. And and thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Happy Friday, everyone.